people. That's Swahili for my people. My name is Tina Nzuki. This is the Tina Nzuki podcast. I am in a beautiful home. I've, I'm going to be taken on a tour. You're going to be so jealous. <laughs> that wonderful giggle back there belongs to Liz Ntonjira. Liz is our guest today. You're going to find out how many hats she wears. Ah, I am so excited. <laughs> I'm sitting here with a superstar. Oh okay. my goodness, you are the superstar. You have such amazing energy. It's Did contagious. You hear? Call me superstar. <laughs> me. My name Tina. I am superstar. <laughs> like Miss Tina Turner. Oh, you know? Okay, break it down now, <laughs> everybody. Liz, thank you so much for inviting us into your home. This is, it's beautiful, Mike. I'm, so I teared a bit when I walked in because of other things. One day I'm going to tell you my story, it doesn't matter. So today on the show, we're going to talk to Liz. Liz is a powerhouse. Once upon a time, Liz was a news anchor on the Kenyan television networks. And then she changed. She just switched. She's going to tell us where she went, when she went into hiding, what she's been doing. Does she like cake? Is she allergic to gluten? (laughs) What her shoe size is? Because I'm going to walk into that closet and borrow some shoes. Yes, sir. You ready, Liz? Yes, I am. So go ahead. First of all, is is, is Liz short for Elizabeth? Yeah, it is, but people really butcher that name. <laughs> Yanni, I butcher hear it. Yeah, they totally butcher it. I know so from Rizzi. Like, I'm Liz with a double Z at the end. Oh, so there's no IE? No. Okay, Lizzy sometimes. But okay. Liz works. Liz works. Yeah. So we don't do Erisambedi. Ah, please. You see how I just did Erisambedi? I, I always have an issue with my. So my first name. Right is butchered. The second name <laughs> is an exclamation work. mark in a particular <laughs> tribe in Kenya, in Kisi. It's like alas or oh my goodness. No way. Yeah, Gaki. My second oh, name is Gaki. Gaki. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and what does Gaki mean? Gaki means a hard worker. I think my, my parents hmm. were spot on when they named me that. You have no idea. And this girl is a hard worker. <laughs> uh, like where I come from, some people say worker harder. Mm-hmm. So now, here you are, Liz Gaki in Tonjira. Married to this amazing man. His name is Andrew. Why am I even... I'm sorry. It's because Andrew is my friend. Please go ahead. Yes. Um, I'm married to a wonderful, wonderful husband Hi, called Mutuma. Andrew Mutuma. <laughs> um, we have two beautiful kids. Oh. Manuela McKenna and yeah. Dawit, Adrian Dawit. Okay. So you... Okay. And you know, later on he's old, he'll be Sir Dawit. Sir Dawit. Yes. yes and yes. Dawit means my beloved. And Ella means the chosen one. We got to choose names now. <laughs> this is why men don't name their children. I bet this was your naming. Yes. Yeah, if you get a man to name your child, you are so finished. <laughs> Dustbin or Jay. Hey, boss. Okay. Yeah, so I've been married for going to four years now. Beautiful, beautiful. And marriage is a beautiful thing you as opposed to, you know, it's the two of you making it a partnership. It's mm-hmm. not, and it's being with somebody because you want to, not because you need to. Correct. That's, I think... I the like biggest, that. you know, takeaway for me for marriage. Nice. That is, um, that's epic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I started working when I was pretty young okay. at about 17, 18. You're kidding. No. My first article to ever be published was when I was 10 years old. I have a, I always tell people I'm a storyteller. You had an article published when you were 10? Yes. What did you, you say? You know the way you, you write letters to Young Nation all the time. Or like to I Santa would... Claus. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I would always tell my mom or dad, please, I need you to send this letter. I need you to send this letter. I need you to send this letter. Uh-huh. And every Sunday, I would never miss buying the paper, mm-hmm, asking mm-hmm. my parents for money to buy the paper. Okay. And I would check and check. And finally, when I saw my 
you small, small snippet article you threw a party oh at I was 10. so we framed it <laughs> yes Good I was so I had to read it like 50 times and say, this is my name this is me here. so what did that do to you did it give you a push to keep doing writing stories yeah or? yeah it kind of affirmed to me when you're resilient mm -hmm. when you you have that grit and you know that whole energy of never giving up like Correct. the energizer battery yes <laughs> I, like you never say die you keep yeah. on going and going and going yeah um for me that was very critical at that young age did this make a room for you now to get into media yes so uh, from a uh, you know 10 I, I was very articulate mm -hmm. and confident and i'd like mm -hmm. to say that i carried that throughout the years and it's okay. kind of complemented all the other things, whether it's my undergraduate degree, whether it's my master's degree, whether mm -hmm. it's other professional development courses that Correct. I've taken, that yes. confidence has really complemented me along the way. I, I don't, did, did, uh, you say you're confident at that age. For most children at that age, um, either the environment is going to take them down or make mm -hmm. them feel like they can't go forward for you. And that's your dog. What's the name of your dog? Kiki. <laughs> she, she Kiki, quiet! Must be somebody there. <laughs> <laughs> so, when you did you have a great environment where you grew up and people are like, oh come on, you can do it, Liz. You you're good at this. Or did you have an environment where people are like, you can do it, but no, my I think my parents were very. They created this enabling environment of mm -hmm. letting us as their kids yeah. be whatever we wanted to be. And I come from a huge family. I have How many are you? Five siblings. So that's two, not huge. <laughs> it's <girl>. huge. Uh -uh. <laughs> that's a basketball team. I have one. We feel like we're substitutes. <laughs> We are fine. I feel like we are 40 men. <laughs> no, <sighs> we're six kids. That's a, yeah, that's yeah, quite a yeah. So that's my two brothers live in the US. Hi, brothers. Are so they much. single? Unfortunately, not. <laughs> this taken. interview is over, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and um, three sisters, three wonderful sisters. sisters. Good yeah. Stuff. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we grew up in a, an environment that was very enabling. Like, just uh, be what you want to be. Like and we that. support yeah. you. Yeah. And, you know, everybody had their own path. Like, mm -hmm. my uh, big sister took, you know, kind of followed what my mom my mom does. Yes, My mom yes. is a nurse, a retired nurse. Oh, so she good. took that on. Yes. Uh, my dad was a chief economist for the Ooh, government. Mathematics. He's also <laughs> retired. Okay. My brother is a civil engineer. Mm -hmm, my mm -hmm. younger brother works um, for the Kansas um, as a financial analyst. Wow, okay. Um, and my sister is a doctor okay. um, who also took the path of medicine. And you're She's the one actually the first ever female country manager for Philips in Kenya. Uh, do what? Yes. So I probably know her. Dr. Okay, Mutoni in Tonjira. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you a story when we are not on the podcast. And mm -hmm. then there's my younger sister, who, uh -huh. uh, my my younger sister who does HR. Okay. So yeah, we. So apart from you and your younger sister and maybe your brothers, everybody else went medic. Yes. And then you have all these other thinkers and mathematicians yes. on this other side. Yes. Yes. So wow. there are two after me. I'm like in the middle. You're in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Are you the favorite child? No. <laughs> <laughs> Dear mom and dad, when you hear this podcast... My, my sister keeps saying, no, you're the favorite. And I'm like, I, no, I, I'm not. I'm thinking you are, by no, the way. No, no. I think we all have a special place in each of their uh, hearts. <laughs> you can move, move. Okay. This is good. So growing up for you was was easy. When did you want to get into media? 
because I, you've been a you're 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 a face on our TV screens yeah. before. I think it's it's it it just sometimes you know when stars aligned yeah or yeah. when people talk about op- planning meeting opportunity correct because when I in retrospect when I think about it my journey to media was complemented or was you know prepared when in the boarding schools I went to, mm-hmm. I was that kid when there were visitors uh. would be told out of the blues, please come give a thank you, vote of thanks. And yes. I always used to get so upset mm-hmm. because I was unprepared for it, but mm-hmm. it kind of helped build me. Okay. So, and I always was very passionate about writing. Nice. So I, I was one of those kids in the estate who would come up with their own magazine. I'd be like, I'm going to be the next Oprah. You tell <laughs> No, that's my line. Stop that. That is my line. <laughs> yes. In fact, now for real, this podcast is over. You tell so, yourself that. Yeah. So Look in the you, estate, yeah. I would come up with. I'd even draw. I love drawing. So I'd, I'd draw the cartoons. Yes. I'd write the magazine, and I charge, um, you know, kids twenty bob to. You charged children. Yeah, my fellow Ali? children. We were like my fellow children. Yeah. <laughs> it's so my you, creativity. I, so you started making money at a young age. Yeah, I would look be like, at that. For you to read this, twenty bob, and then in Whoa. in you know high school, my friends would be like, oh, you know, you know, the compositions were the ones that the Correct. teachers would be like, oh, please take a look at this. So I started writing little fictional stories. I like this, and I would charge a yeah. hundred bob. A hundred bob is a dollar, and twenty um, the twenty bob is two cents yeah. j- in the U.S. Yeah. Just, yeah, for people to just you know read, enjoy, and mm-hmm. there was always demand, and they'd get so you know disappointed. Like every weekend, do you have a story for this weekend? And that I'm time like, you don't no, have. I don't have because your childhood is still going on. <laughs> I am so jealous yes, of you. So you do understand you're multi-talented, multi-gifted? Oh, thank you. <laughs> We're in the wrong house. Let's go. <laughs> so, yeah. So, when I, I, I went to do my law degree yes. and, you know, my, I, I just wanted to be a lawyer after watching. This will sound really You wanted to be a what? A lawyer after watching Legally Blonde. <laughs> <laughs> No, when I saw Liz, Reese, I Reese, what is wrong with when I saw Reese spoon in no. that class Hello. with her pink laptop you and know? looking so extraordinary <laughs> from the rest, I was like, that's going to be me you in Harvard. To, no, legally blonde, like actually made you inspired me to be a lawyer. What is wrong? This is a funniest thing I've heard in I a know. long time. Oh my gosh, I think it's the first time I've said it because. I, I to be. I've always wondered if I'm asked that. Why did you? do She was know? a crazy dumb blonde in, that yes, was portrayed yes, in this particular yes. movie. And I, I, I didn't have. I, I don't have this really sophisticated no. reason. Like <laughs> I wanted to represent <laughs> justice, and I, I did law because of watching Legally Blonde. But wait, yeah. it, this so this dream actually happened. Yeah, yeah, I did my law degree. <laughs> oh, is anyone else hearing what I'm hearing? But I think in another life, if I wasn't doing what no. I was mm. doing now, Correct. I'd yeah. be a civil activist because <laughs> I'm still at the forefront. I'm yeah. one of those people who 
it's not my battle, but I'll be like, yeah. no, Tina, that's bullying. I cannot accept that to happen oh. in this workplace. So, so you don't like in, uh, stuff about injustice? I don't like it at all. I don't like. In, in fact, mm -hmm. you know, because we live in a world where there are lots of hashtags. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. That's and right. I'm one of those people who really want the online hashtags to complement action Correct. on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel, you know, with the whole Black Lives Movement yes. in Africa, for me, how this makes sense mm -hmm. is... As youth, you know, our I can't breathe moments are the yeah. structural injustices, the yes. lack of employment opportunities okay. that we often encounter. Yeah. And that's what probably has led you to start the network. Yes. So you have a network. Yes, I do have a network called the Liz and Tonjira Network. Okay, tell me about it's that. It's a network, a platform that coaches, mentors, and trains young people. Okay, um, and young is what the age, what's the age uh, the range? age range is 18 to 35. Oh, I just missed that. I'm but sorry. No, no, but we <laughs> do kidding. have, yeah. we do allow for between 35 uh -huh. to even 60 as mentors within our platform. I like that. Yeah. So you yeah. don't just miss out because you're, you're of a different age group. And when you say you're mentoring and raising up these youth, what is your end objective? My end objective is just to create an environment where there is a lot of passing the baton. And the reason why mm -hmm. even, uh, and I know we'll get to that, my mm -hmm. book, there are people who are featured over 35, mm -hmm. is because any young person who is successful is standing on the shoulders of giants who've Oof. been there before us. Yes, who, yes. Who, whom have passed the baton, yeah. from whom we've learned from their uh, their failures, Correct. their successes, their you know tumultuous times in yes. their lives. We've learned from them. Liz, passing the baton in Africa is almost like <laughs> you know they'd laugh at it and go like pass one baton. Yes, we ate the baton. In fact, it's our baton. Yes. It's never going to yes. be passed to anybody yes. else. Yes. Do you think you, with the network, Liz, can make a difference? Yes, I believe, and I feel like we've already started making a difference. Okay, tell me. Um, Tell us about that. <coughs> in terms of, so we, the, the network is structured in five different modules. Mm -hmm. So there's the first module, which before COVID, <laughs> we had bi-monthly, <laughs> what you did. I know, right? Yeah. We had bi-monthly meetups. Mm -hmm. And now we change that to webinars. So the bi-monthly meetups are industry experts that we bring to the fore to speak to young people about particular specific um topical issues, mm -hmm. and we do not dictate as a network what issues, so we send out a survey okay. and ask the young people within the network, who do you want or what topics do you want to hear about this upcoming session? Is it about okay. environment? Mm -hmm. Is it about employment? Is it about energy? Mm -hmm. Whatever it is, yes. and whatever it takes, of course, numbers win. Mm -hmm. So yeah. we bring in people with industry experts within that area. Would you would you name at least a few that you've already... Yeah, uh, we've had Professor Bitangian Demo Hi! in our platform. He's we've my friend, <laughs> just thought you should know. Yes. We have, we've had Marianne um, oh. from Citibank. Chase, okay, she, I think she's the same one who's at Chase Bank. Moving on. Yes, Never mind. yes. yes <laughs> Marianne. Yes. Marianne. Um, Maura. Mm -hmm. um, we've had Rita, mm -hmm. um, Nduta. We've had quite a number quite of a number different of people. Okay. And one of the things that I really wanted young people to see, and sometimes I, I fault our media, yes. is we don't 
highlight stories of other people breaking barriers. It's the same faces. And we say break, breaking and barriers over and over. You mean don't talk to the top cream de la cream, find the one who's down here at the bottom and the one who's making the strides? Is that, is that what you mean? Not even at the bottom. Hmm. It could be a bank teller who's really excellent with what they are doing. Ah, I get you now. What we've created is we assume that everybody wants to be a CEO. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants to be a successful entrepreneur. We... I mean, that's not everybody's dream. Mm -hmm. There are people who just want to make by whatever opportunities come along. And, you know, you could be the best cleaner in a certain organization. And you're mm -hmm. happy with that. And that capability makes you open a cleaning firm. Uh -huh. It helps you create job opportunities for others. So we always think very far, like, you know, I mean, the reality is we cannot have a million CEOs. Yeah, True. we can right, have right. 50 million CEOs, mm -hmm. yeah? So it's just creating a thriving environment for people to see that when you work hard, yes. there are results. There are results. And when you're resilient, yeah. there are results. And that's what you're passing on to these yeah, young yeah. people because so um, that's the millennials. <laughs> yes, that's the bi-monthly okay. uh, meetups. Then there's the mentorship program. So the okay. mentorship is broken into three. Okay. The mentorship within the platform. So when Tina goes to join the Listen to Nigeria mm -hmm. network, mm -hmm. there are certain questions that we ask you. If you want to join the mentorship program, mm -hmm. are you in full-time employment? Mm -hmm. Are you on contract? Um, are you self-employed? What industry are you in? So when we match up different people. Oh, it's like matchmaking. Yes, it's like, like matchmaking, but the corporate matchmaking. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I thought this is the other one, you know, <laughs> yes. and then the other one would work. <laughs> yes. yes, and then we do have a program for uh, campus for university yeah. students, mostly the ones who are in their final year. Um, it's called the job market readiness um, mm. curriculum. How do they present themselves in a working place? How do they conduct themselves? What do they say? How, How do you they write a letter? Or exactly. Have a letter. Exactly. Just, just together. equipping them yeah. with those soft skills. Pretty cool. Yeah. And also yeah. helping them. So what one of the surveys we did, we realized, unfortunately, mm -hmm. some people don't graduate because their course requires them to get an attachment or internship True. with a particular organization. Okay. So these young people have no clue where to start. They don't have those links to these organizations. Mm. So what we've done is we've worked or partnered with different organizations mm -hmm. where we ask any people within campus mm. that require an attachment or internship, mm -hmm. then we place them in those organizations to help them finish their course. But Liz, within this uh, COVID pandemic, you, I'm sure you've already seen also on our media uh, how university graduates with masters or even PhDs have been, de been denied work for so long. So now you have somebody with a PhD in, let's say, philosophy, but now they are making chapos. And chapos, for those who don't know, is a delicacy food in mm. Kenya that mm. is, oh, that's the only way I can, you know, define yeah. it. <laughs> do you still think we need to, to get that far? Or do we, do we need to teach life skills instead of what we are doing? I think there are challenges and they're multi-pronged okay. in terms of the lack of job opportunities. Okay. I feel like one, our mm -hmm. curriculum in school is completely detached with the job skills that are required in the market. So it's one thing you're churning out people with a specific yeah. degree, mm. but that's not what's needed in the market. It's not. It could be because I have struggled. There are so many recruiters who've mm -hmm. reached out to me asking, do you know somebody who's an expert in wash, water and sanitation? Do you know a data scientist? Mm -hmm. 
And unfortunately, sometimes I don't mm -hmm. because the future of work has changed and our curriculum, our education curriculum mm -hmm. is not aligning with this evolving workplace. It's, it's not. The needs, yeah, yes. Yeah. Then number two, yes. our, which is the onus is us as young people. Correct. Where do you want to see yourself? Don't, because Tina has a fantabulous <laughs> podcast. Mm -hmm. You tell, oh, oh thank you, Tina by the way. Oh, has, yeah. If Tina has succeeded, I will succeed. That is Tina's stories. That's Correct. Tina's yes, journey. Yes. And I think what has really helped me in life, as cliche as it sounds, at a very young age, at 15, I set up my own mission, mm -hmm. vision, and core values. Why? Because the people I used to hang out were mm -hmm. older than me, maybe 10 years older. Correct. So they'd be 25, 26. Mm -hmm. And maybe some of them were just at entry level in some organizations or mid-junior level. Okay. Yeah? Or some very junior management levels. Mm -hmm. And I would always hear them talking about, I want to work with this company. I want to work with this company. I want to start my own business. Right. So when I went to Google all these companies, and the first thing I always saw was the mission statement, mm -hmm. the vision statement, the core values. And I told myself, you know what? I'll run myself as a mini Liz and Tonjira Limited. Oh, because it's yeah. really important to have <coughs> your own core values to have your mission, vision, to have your short-term goals, to have your long-term goals. And Tina, that has really helped me. It has helped me so much so that when I make some decisions, yep. I recall leaving media. If I had a dollar every time I was Ooh. asked why I left media <laughs> Why at my did peak, you leave media, Jopi? <laughs> yes, I would have built 10 houses I, by now. <laughs> yeah. But it's... And, and people couldn't get it. I was leaving a permanent and pensionable job Correct. for a three-year contract. But for me, when I went to my drawing board, looking at my short-term goals, my long-term goals, yeah. the three-year contract catapulted me to reach my long-term goals faster. That's Liz, why I think that's really important for people to do. But Liz, how did you get there? How did you know this is not what I want to do? I want to do something else. Is it because you were exposed to a particular kind of life? Is it because you had a mentor? Is it because the environment allowed you, allowed you, or around you, yeah. allowed you to think beyond the perimeters that have been put yeah. around your life? I like thinking global and acting local. Yeah, but how did you get there? How, how do you think global? By reading and researching a lot. So whenever I was in the office, and, you know, I have my headphones on, mm -hmm. you think I'm listening to music, I'm actually listening to um, Oprah giving a speech at, at Stanford yeah. University. You're listening to Tina on her I'm podcast. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. I'm listening Plug to in, yes. Steve Jobs speaking engagement somewhere. I'm listening Correct. to Denzel somewhere. I'm just learning different perspectives okay. from different people. Let me. I, I think I live my life according to quotes. <laughs> Because you do? of all these things yeah. that I hear, and I'm like, they're very, very, you get to apply them in yes. your day-to-day -day life. But how did you get there? That thing of sitting Imagine down, you got the headphones. Reading, Is it a desire? Researching. It's yeah, a desire. And the most the, unfortunate yeah, thing, yeah. you cannot teach resilience. Thank you. You can't teach... Uh, vision, because vision is vision. You can't it's not taught. And, and, and we face those challenges in the network where Oof. we have some young mm. people who come in and they say, all this sounds great, 
but I don't know what to do. And nobody can answer that question for you, Tina. You have to make that decision. It's not your mentor. Wow. It's not your coach. It's not no, your parents. No, it's no. not your friends. It's not your husband. It's not your partner. You have to make that decision. So how do you guide them to make that decision, knowing it's going to have a life-lasting impact? One of the key tasks I tell a lot of my mentees mm -hmm. or people within the network is you have to have a mission, vision, and core values. You have to be to define what you're passionate about. That's okay. the other thing that I wanted what I'm to mention. What passionate about, yes. You have to, you know, I feel like we spend, the exposure, okay, the exposure we're talking about that you had came from somewhere. But when we talk about life-lasting impact on young people, I, I know in your mind when you put them together, you want them to see beyond where they are. Mm. I've come to you. I'm young. I'm not stupid, but <laughs> mm -hmm. I have a vision. I just don't know how to get there. And imagine when you ask them, they'll go like, me, I don't know. I just don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's and that's the reality. Okay. But, you know, there's some questions you cannot answer mm -hmm. for somebody. If I took you to an ice cream shop and I asked you what flavor do you want? And then I, I say, can, I don't know. I don't know. It, it leaves me, you know, because it has to be you. The desire has to come from you. So you're sure there's no I don't know answer? For me, I, 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 it's very <laughs> rare. I don't know. To say I yeah, don't know, it's, yeah. it's very, like, I'm very structured. Very structured. Yeah, you have to really know what it is that you want. Correct. If it's, and there's so many different opportunities that you have. Just going back to passion. Yes, passion. You have to align your career or whatever you want to do with your passion, not with what somebody else has done. Okay. Because I feel like comparison is the killer of joy. Ooh, say yeah. that. Uh, tweet moment. <laughs> comparison is the killer of, of joy. joy. Yes. And we have, let me t give you oh, a perfect oh. example. Yeah, yeah. There's one day we went with my husband to meet his friends. Yes. I didn't know them very well. Okay. And, you know, there was a conversation about some people complaining about this really very expensive international schools and mm -hmm. how they don't like them. Mm -hmm. And I was mom, I was mute completely the whole time. Correct. And, you know, I asked my husband later, what do your friends do? Because, I mean, the school yeah. fees for one kid in some certain schools that were mentioned is about $5,000, between five dollars to $10,000. And they were complaining per about semester? A term. Yes. <laughs> and a term is and three months. And he told me, Han, yeah. I, I think you ladies give stories very differently oh. because the reason they're in that school is because you know, the husband got a job there and it's a benefit. No, imagine if I was those women who will sit and complain <laughs> and start yeah, pressuring. Yes. Yeah, you see, yes. everybody has a different story. So don't see Tina driving the latest Evo mm. and you're thinking, I hey. want that car. Yes. Everybody has a story. That's a, a comparison journey. you're talking about. Yes, it's exactly. a killjoy. It's a killjoy. Yeah. And why I'm saying you have to be passionate about what you do. Yes. A journey of a thousand miles starts with one step. Now, for those of you who don't know this, Liz is an auda. Okay, author. Sorry, an author. <laughs> There's a story behind this book, but when I tell you, it is her book. She wrote it, edited it, published it. Who's your biggest cheerleader? Oh, my biggest cheerleader is. And myself is not an answer. <laughs> myself is not an answer. Yes. My husband, my mom. Oh my gosh, my mom is just uh, amazing. She's always like, oh, come on, come on. 
That is uh, Meru for my little girl. My little girl. <laughs> yes, oh yes, my gosh. yes, yes, yes. Um, mm-hmm. And and you and you and you have pegged your life on family values. I can see that because family is very important to you. It's extremely like it's the foundation of everything. Everything I do. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that my kids learn from me. They're like, oh, you know, mom used to do this. So it's the right thing to do. Or dad used to do this. It's the right thing to do. I want them to grow up knowing that they can be independent. Yes. Yeah. Ever had a disjointed conversation? Here we go. What's your favorite perfume? Um, Gosh, she's got an array of them. Richie Richie by Nina Richie. Like I At like Richie's R I C C I. Yes. Hey. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go, people. This is Tina Nzuki, and the Tina Nzuki podcast is definitely on. We've been talking to a wonderful, absolutely amazing woman who has a book. She's got a network. She has got a life. Man, does she have a story? Liz Ntonjira Mtuma. This wonderful lady. Mm, you know what? She's that giggle is still has. She still has a dog called Kiki, and we're still in her house. <laughs> and now we are catching up. We're talking youth. We're talking network. We're talking take yourself out of the box. You've put yourself in. Get out, then destroy the box. And that's mm-hmm. what Liz is trying to get to the young people. Mirenials. Mm-hmm. This one could be about you. You ready, Liz? Yes. Let's do this. Born ready. Oh, born ready. I like that. Born <laughs> ready. So, Liz. The network that you have, the Liz, it's called the Liz and Tonjira Network. Mm-hmm. How many members do you have now and how long have you heard it for? So um, this uh, this August, last month, we celebrated one year. We are One over, year? Yep, one year. And we have two, over 2,500 members translating to every single day, six to eight people had been joining the network. What are you doing? Paying them? Are no. you giving them food? <laughs> What is it? You must no, be giving them something. It's just the resources um, yeah. that are available at the network because mm-hmm. every month we share a newsletter, mini magazine of sorts yeah. that has all these funding opportunities, scholarship opportunities, grant opportunities. So that's what draws them we to this. We have webinars. We have mm-hmm. different sessions. Our mentorship is the biggest one. Mm-hmm. And now we have the book that is also sort of like creating a sustainability model for the network. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about the book. Oh my God. Hashtag youth can. Yes. Whew. Hashtag youth can. A collection of powerful, inspiring and challenging stories from youths breaking barriers across Africa. Ay. Yes. Oh my goodness. I love this. Listen to Nigeria network, inspiring young leaders. That is the tagline for the network. Yes, it is. Is that what, what gave birth to this book? Uh, so for this book, mm-hmm. I married my passion for youth advocacy yeah. and my passion for writing. And it gave birth to this brilliant book titled Hashtag Youth Can. Yeah. I yeah. was very intentional on using the word hashtag because we're such a millennial generation. Yes, I'm a millennial. Are. No, you're not, but keep going. <laughs> <laughs> millennial okay yes you are i am i truly am it says at 1982 no yes it does so i've I've had a lot of people bashing millennials and i'm like when were you born i think it's 1984 and i'm like you're actually a a millennial i think it's what we don't understand them they're too fast-paced they want to slow down and listen to all this wise advice we have no i i was very (laughs) intentional on hashtag youth can because Um, you know, with the advent of new media, there's there's been pros and cons about it. I hear you. And this yeah. is really, the book is, is evidence of how you can leverage 
strong collaboration, strong partnerships yes. through social media. Okay. So 80 to 85% of the people featured, these 50 powerful, empowering stories, I've actually never met them. I researched and reached out to them either via LinkedIn, yes. Twitter, um, Instagram. Yes. Yes. All these Facebook, subjects. Yes. Uh, what what age range are we looking at between what and what? So the youngest person featured in the book, mm -hmm. Hashtag Youth Can, is nine years old. The oldest is 60 years old just because of my passion and m the importance for me for passing the baton. Nine years old? Nine years old. old. She's called Grace Busari, such a wonderful, talented young lady, a social entrepreneur I'm gonna, from Nigeria. I'm going to voice the question no one is asking. What would a nine-year-old <laughs> know about, you know, go ahead? I, I think for me it was important to have somebody that young. Yes. Just to showcase to young people. And she falls under the Gen Z yeah, the, 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 okay, yes. Um, uh, to show people that you don't have to be 50, 60 to create mm -hmm. an impact. There's Correct. no, you can create an impact and influence at whatever age. You and Tina, in, yes. my definition of impact and influence, as opposed to a lot of people who think when you have impact, you mm. have to change the lives of oh, millions yeah. of people. Yes. No, yes. it could be one life, two lives you've changed. Yes. I always believe in paying it forward yeah. and, you know, the snowball effect, mm -hmm. because when I change one person's life, right, just through this book, just one person, yeah, and that person pays it forward to two people, ah. two people paid forward to four people, yeah, you've created, and that's how change and starts. This, this is not just a cliche that you know statement that you're making. No, no, this it's not. I, and you know, one of the things my husband tells me he's really learned from me is the beat for generosity, because. Oh, yes. I like, I'm not rich, but I like tipping. She like. de lie, oh, a bee. <laughs> this woman no, is I'm rich. Not. Hey, she de wealthy. Come on. Uh -uh. Hey, hey, go on. Humble yourself. <laughs> so it's, oh my gosh, you're so funny. Mm -hmm. it's, it's like when we find, uh, you know, a, pastor, a, a security guard, for instance, mm -hmm. I will give them like 500 bob, mm -hmm. which is like $5. Yes, yes it or is. Or 1,000 bob. Which is like $10. Because I always feel, mm -hmm. maybe for me that 1,000 is, or 500, yeah. I will buy a milkshake and that's it. But for, but them, for another person, yes. that's like, you know, food for a whole week. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Mm -hmm. So it's just, and I hope that person will also pay it forward mm -hmm. to somebody else. Yes. So it's always, I just believe in the power of being good just to one person and that yeah. person tra transfers it to another person. I love that. And in your generosity, I know you can't change the world, the entire world. Yeah. But the little bit that you do, I'm sure is already impacting somebody. From this book... I don't want you to tell us everything about it, but um, who would you say was your favorite oh my subject? Gosh, that's the I know they're like all of babies. There must be there must be somebody that when you think of your heart just does a little ding 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 ding. Oh ding, my you know? goodness. I mean all those stories are so powerful yeah. and they cover Anglophone, Lusophone, Francophone. Yes. Um, my phone. I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Please ignore me. Oh Please, I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> I, yes. I think the the thread of resilience yeah. is what really captured me about all their stories. You know, we have somebody as 
Oh my goodness, they're all so amazing. But yes. I'll just highlight two or three. Neil Deng, he's only 21 years old. Okay. Originally from South Sudan. Um, mm -hmm. He's currently the head of the refugee ambassadors. Now, this young kid, when we talk about challenges, you yes. know, doing some of these stories for me was empowering, inspiring mm -hmm. as well, and Correct. really. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe I'm tearing. Okay. He is a perfect example of no matter what he's gone through in life, yeah, yeah. He'll, he chooses to look at the glass half full instead of half empty. Right. Nial Deng, at the tiny age of four years old, you know, they were displaced by the civil war that mm. was happening in South, South Sudan. Sudan. Yes. They had to run away with his dad um, to... Ethiopia. Mm. While in mm. Ethiopia, they got attacked by militias and they had to trek all the way from Ethiopia to Kakuma refugee camp no. here in, in Kenya, Kenya. Yes. a journey that took them almost one month. Yes. And he's still so passionate about advocating for the rights of refugees. He also wants you know, people in the hosting country not to see refugees as burden, as a burden, but also to educate them, to empower refugees so that they can be valid and, you know, contributors yeah, yeah, of yeah. the national development agenda for whatever host country they're in. Right. He's really passionate about that. Like his resilience, his courage, his bravery, his strength, his... Yeah. For me, it's just really amazing. I, I hear in your voice this emotions and <sighs> yeah. you 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 are sending out quite a bit of a message. That yeah, I want we, young we stopped people. being human yeah. a long time ago, I think. And, and I and I want people to know, not just young people, no. any person to know, it doesn't matter what you're going through. Correct. Correct. I always say whatever doesn't kill you mm -hmm. makes you stronger. True. And Whatever situation I'm faced with, I always ask myself, what is God trying to teach me from this? What is he, what does he want me to learn? Or what is he preparing me for? Mm. I always see every challenge as an opportunity for me to be better, bigger, braver. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So another story that struck me mm -hmm. is um, Nikhil Sachania, who... He's a safari. <laughs> He's sorry, actually Sartania. Kenyan. <laughs> oh, so, I'm sorry, Nikhil. <laughs> um, from uh, <laughs> yeah. So he had a really bad accident oh dear. on his quad bike and got paralyzed from waist down. That must have, yeah. Oh, God. And you know, he, you know, for many young people, you would feel that completely shattered. Mm -hmm. uh, the dreams of you know, pursue, to drive, you have to use your feet, yes. right? Mm -hmm. But no, not to Nikhil. Nikhil had a car tailor made for his needs. He still wins safari rallies. That thirty-two-year-old, for me, is an amazing example of no matter what life hands you, just push on. That's why I put the hashtag Please. youth can. Like there's Please. so many powerful oh. stories. Yeah. There is Selo Hes uh, uh, Hezekiel Sapeng from Celo. South Africa, okay. who's amongst the very first South Africans to win South Africa medal after they were allowed in 1992 to, to 1994 Three, four, yes, to, take, to part. take part in, in mm -hmm. the Olympics. Yes. And you know, Sapeng comes from a very um 
his mom was a domestic worker. Mm -hmm. His mm -hmm. dad was a driver. Mm -hmm. He was, because of his sporting capabilities, he was able to get a scholarship into uh, uh, a white, predominantly white school. He was yeah. the first black person mm -hmm. in that white um, school. And he did that through sports and he continued. And right now his, his way of passing the baton yeah. to the younger generations in, in, in South Africa is he's the chair of the Athletics Federation and he's teaching more black young South Africans the value of sports, investing in sports. Like mm -hmm. there's such mm -hmm. I'm glorious stories. stories. <laughs> and I'm hearing these stories and I'm, I'm going like, thank you for highlighting People like this, the nine-year-old in, in Nigeria, the 60-year-old in, I think they're here in Kenya, mm -hmm. you, you are letting us see that beyond our imperfections, beyond our you know, insecurities, there is something someone did with what they had mm -hmm. that made them move on. And now it sounds like they will pass the baton. Yes. Let's talk about passing the baton from about the book. Liz, your baton, what do you think your baton carries? Well, my what baton is this book. <laughs> <laughs> She's passed it on to me. <laughs> There'll be lots and lots of volumes. Yes, yes. Um, I think it's it's the network. You know, I, I really tear when I yeah, hear Beyonce's yeah. song, I Was Here. Why? Why does that song move you? Because Hi, Beyonce. Hi, B. Hi B. Yes. Oh, girl. <laughs> I, I love her work ethic. Okay. Like, she is on another level. Mm -hmm. um, she really, you know... That song takes you back and ask, you, you really ask yourself, when you leave this world, what will people remember you for? Mm -hmm. What legacy have you left? Mm -hmm. What life, even one, have you impacted on? Will somebody ever miss you and say, you know, there used to be this girl called Liz and she was such a dynamite. Mm -hmm. um, and she passed on this resilience that I and grit that I yeah. have right now. Um, that for me is my baton and I feel the youth network is what I've been able to give back to the community mm -hmm. is something that I'm passing on from the wonderful mentors that have mentored me and some mm -hmm. don't even know they were me my mentors, you right. know, it's people yeah. that you watch their journeys, mm -hmm. you've never interacted with them and I'm like, oh, you know, they did X and X, maybe right. I should do that and right. that's the path I also want to follow um, because Literally, for the past year, I funded the network from my own savings. Correct. Yeah. And, and even know, the I, book. Even you, you the told book, me you, yeah. You wrote, published, edited from your own. Yeah, yeah, oh, exactly. Oh, oh, oh. Even the book. And, you, mm -hmm. you know, I work with a team of such, oh my, this would not be possible if I didn't have a team of such young, amazing. Go ahead, send those shout outs, girl. Tell them. Oh my gosh. <laughs> A big shout out to, of course, Liz Ogutu. She's, Hi, Lizzie. She's, yeah, she's, yeah. She's, she's just amazing. Yes. And she's very serious. And she's only 26 years old. And, and you're I passing the baton wonder. to her. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, Dina Karuita, Gaithan Munga, uh. Mau Mau Lincoln, Jeremy. I mean, those guys are just, just fantastic. Charlie. Yes. They're all really and fabulous for you, young people. This is just a drop, drop in the ocean. Because I was going to ask you, th there must be more 
of these that we can read about and know about. You're going to write more, correct? I'm going to write more. And mm -hmm. the reason why I actually made sure it's 22 African countries represented yes. is because I want the young people to feel and to know that whatever they're going through, whatever challenges that we have as Kenyan, young Kenyans mm -hmm. here, are the same things that young South Africans are going through, mm -hmm. are the same things that people in Cape Verde, people in Sao Tome and Principe, people in Angola, mm -hmm. people in Sierra Leone are, are going through. But yes. what connects us is our passion mm -hmm. to make sure that we continue the development agenda of our like various that. countries. Development agenda for our various countries. Liz, you left media. Yeah. And what are you doing now? I'm currently the communication director for mm -hmm. Amref Health Africa. That's okay. my day job. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the communication day director job, day job, yes. for Amref Health Africa. Yes. Amref Health Africa is the largest health development organization. Yes, it is. Headquartered here in Nairobi. Mm -hmm. um, so I oversee all our communication and sometimes mm -hmm. our advocacy efforts in Africa, Europe, and North America. Do you miss the media? Do you miss the cameras, the lights? Not at all. We're going to wrap this up right now. What? I, I, I just, I was always. Was it just a passing by? What, you know, did you? It's so funny how I landed on TV. So <laughs> I had this interview. Yes. When K24, a younger station here in yes. Kenya, was being set up a couple of years back. Okay. Um, and I remember being in, uh, called in for an interview. Yes. Because I was really passionate about mm -hmm. writing. And the, the then station man, uh, manager who'd been brought in from the U U.S., I think yes. he was uh, someone from Channel 4 in the U.S., mm -hmm, mm -hmm. called Bat Medley, the late Bat Medley, God rest his soul. He was mm -hmm. such an amazing human, um, you know, called me after my interview and said, my goodness, you are so articulate. I think you have a great career in TV. And I'd never really thought about TV at all. At all. And he was there pitching to me. And I was in my third year campus doing pursuing my law degree during that yes, time. Yes, because He's of legally pitching, blonde. Yes, and telling me, you know, writing is fun and it's cool. You you just but writing you just get a byline. TV you brand you brand yourself wholesomely. All right. And so he told me. Uh, please come in two weeks for a screen test. And I told myself I have nothing to lose. So I went for the screen test. A week later, they called me and said, oh, we loved you. And, you know, you can. how soon can you start? Oh, my goodness. And, <laughs> and just I like that. with a travel show. Yeah, and just like that, I just. So you don't miss TV. cameras at all or anything? It, no, not really. The, the writing of the book and the network, that is where your life, that's where your heartbeat is. Yes, and just and storytelling. Yes, storytelling. I just love, like, I even love my, my day job, just the, the impact that we have in yeah. communities. Yes. The fact that we change people's lives. I gravitate towards those kind of stories. Goodness, you should see this. She's lighting up like a bulb. <laughs> 60 watt, okay? <laughs> your kids, I, do you tell them bedtime stories? Do you... The birth times, do you fill your home with stories? Yes. So it's so funny you ask that because we just came from the bookstore. Uh, when was this? The day before yesterday uh -huh, to uh -huh. buy them books. Yes. Because I really loved reading. I think yeah. reading helps you a lot. <laughs> I bet. read so. Yeah. I was one of those kids that had a geography exam the following day. And, and prep time was two hours. And I'd allocate... 30 minutes to study geography. What? And the rest to make sure I finish my novel. <laughs> Don't be like me. <laughs> no, be like Liz. 
I didn't even read. I still read. did well. I still did well. <laughs> yes, you did. I mean, look at you now. Look at you now. You have a, a book library. How many books can we say that you have in your book library right now? Oh, wow. Uh, hmm. oh, could be over 100. Whoa. Yeah. And yeah. have you read all of them? Yes, I have. I have read all of them. Yes. I, so, so sometimes it, I read with seasons. I can't mm-hmm, really mm-hmm. pick a favorite because I know that's your next question. <laughs> <laughs> no, my next there question times, was going to be the reading culture in Kenya is... Yeah. Okay, so, so thumbs down. Yeah. Sometimes I like empowering inspirational books. Sometimes I like critical thinking books. Uh-huh. Like, you know, your textbook, like okay. textbook yeah. kind of books, like theory of negotiations. Okay. So I know how to deal with different cultures, diversity. It is, I know. Tina is looking at me like, who is Sorry, this? What? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, how governments So are you're formed. not into the Harlequins and the Millstones and Baboons and, you know. Well, I did that maybe when I was... In high school, look at your yeah. life. Oh, yeah, look at her life. Yeah, but the reading. Cu- so this is the funny thing about yes. the reading culture mm-hmm. in in Kenya. Before I took on this project right. for my book project, mm-hmm. I of of course spoke to various authors, right, and to hear their perspective. It's mm-hmm. always good to learn from people who've done it before you. And you know, they told me, yeah, you know, I sat down with some people who told me. They've had a book out in the market for four years. They've only mm-hmm. sold 80 copies. Um, others have said, you know, it's not that good mm-hmm. and everything. But despite that, I really wanted to go. This is my dream come true. Come on now. Know, it this is. book. Yes, it is. And Tina, yes. I'm really, there's a night I just, it's very hard for me to cry. Yeah. But that night... I just cried because I could not believe the response to this book and how phenomenal it has been. It's not even been a month and we're actually running out of books. Look at that. See God. Yeah. Hey. Just like a week Mm. after the launch. No, actually 24 hours after the launch, we sold 200 books. Just like that? Yeah. So how many books have you sold by now? Uh, by now, we've sold 726 or something, yes. Th- this, that's phenomenal. <laughs> I want like, your life. I, I'm, I'm in shock. I'm sitting here going, look at and, her like... And you know, it's, yeah. it's also going with my own distribution strategy. So Correct, for yes. anybody to be able to access the book, they go to www.youthcan.africa. Yes. Once again, it's Youthcan. Dot Africa. Africa, yeah. yeah. Okay. We ship worldwide. It's very Singapore, interesting. We've got a lot Australia. of orders from the US. Yeah, US, uh-huh. UK. Oh, is that where Canada, your biggest order Italy. is coming from? Actually, no, Kenya. Kenya oh, is really? the biggest yeah. order. Hey, go Kenya. <laughs> Come on, Africa. Oh, Heads we ship up. to Sierra Leone, Malawi, yeah. Angola, um, South Africa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just people being able to use the platform. Yes. And working with different partners like DHL to make sure they, they get there and Fago Courier here locally. Right. And, and Textbook Center, we got into a partnership mm-hmm. and the book is also available um, in, the, in all their stores. Yes. It's just really, the response has been amazing. And I have I can tell. friends who, just because of the cost, maybe have said, let me buy for yeah. T- 10 books. Yes. I'll take one. Nice. Nine, just distribute to the people within your network. I like this. I like so this. We've I got myself a copy. So we've had people who bought such books. Yeah. Um, we've had 30, about 80 books that mm-hmm. have been purchased in that way. 
You have good friends. You have a good network I of do. friends. I do. A young person listening right now, probably in Zambia, would like to be part of the <coughs> youth can movement because mm-hmm. that's what I'm hearing. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not even calling it a network mm-hmm. uh, because Liz, if if I'd share with you, I don't think it's just gonna be Africa. You're gonna touch Madagascar where there are hissing cockroaches. <laughs> ah, who's gonna visit Madagascar this year? Okay, and then you're gonna go all the way to Taiwan mm-hmm. and you're gonna pass just by, you mm-hmm. know, UAE. Mm-hmm. They want to be part of this movement, the youth network. How do we get into it? They and can do I ch- do you charge me to get no, in? Ama? No, they can yeah. get in via www.lizntonjiranetwork.com. Okay. Yeah, yeah. If you just Google Liz Ntonjira, it will, it's amongst the first things that will come. Yes. www.lizntonjiranetwork.com. Yeah, and the Tonjira is N? N-T-O-N-J-I-R-A. Yes. And, you know, some of the feedback that I've gotten, particularly for, from people in mm-hmm. the diaspora, Correct. they keep saying, oh, my goodness, this book is just fantastic because where we live, mm-hmm. people just see, you know, it's a lot of, they don't see people of color yeah. who have success stories yes. often. Yes. So it's such a great reference book for my young kids I to grow this. up knowing that yeah. they can be whoever they want to be. You're bold, you're resilient, you're big. You're, like the book says, way ahead of your time. Uh, Do you have enemies? They must have come (laughs) up somewhere. (laughs) How dare she go write a book? Who does she think she is? She's got a network. Mm -mm. Lord, bring her down. Chai! Yeah, so I live Hmm. by that quote, like, you underestimate me. That's going to be fun. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. But, yeah, That's a good quote. You understand me? It's gonna be fun. Oh, I know this book caught so many people. Unaware, yes. yes, yes, yes. Good stuff. And um, yeah, sometimes you can feel it, but what do you do about it? You, what do you do about it? You. No, I always say when you have. I, I think when because I got into media when I was really young. Yes. At nineteen. Yes. And. You know, you have to really grow a thick skin, mm-hmm. especially because of trolls and mm-hmm. everything. So I always use that bad energy as fuel to my fire. Oof. Yes. And you hear it's and not I'm fire, like, oh. it's fire. <laughs> yes. You got to put a wire in the fire. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it, it acts like fuel to my fire. But yes. I also have a very small circle of trusted friends, like, I like people that, that yeah. I can call upon people yes. that I've known all my life, people that I know they would drop everything they're doing to come help me if I yeah, was in trouble. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's a very small circle. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Liz, this is probably my final uh, question. I delay you. Mm. What size is your shoe do you wear? I wear, it's six US. Look at Jesus. I'm getting myself seven. a pair of shoes today. <laughs> 36, 37. <laughs> Okay. Kenya, yeah. So the footprint you live on this nation, on, on this continent, is going to obviously be bigger than your foot. <laughs> yeah, like my foot. I'm always told I have such a small foot. You do. Uh-huh. Have, but it's tiny. It's almost not there. Liz, do you, what does freedom mean to you? Freedom to me means being able to get out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. and try whatever it is your heart really wants to try. Uh-huh. And regardless of whether you fail or you succeed, you've done it. So that, you know, I read the story a while. I told you I read a lot. Yes, you do. I I read this story of this really old lady on her dying bed. And, Mm. you know, she kept thinking 20 years ago, 
I should have had that sandwich. Imagine in your dying no, bed. No, come on. Yes, sandwich. Yes, I yes. think of food all the time. Now she's thinking of sandwich on a dying <laughs> Yes, bed. yes. So I, I really learned a lot from that because, yeah. you know, it's. I've always thought if I was in my dying bed, what will I... I don't want to be full of regrets. I don't no. want to say, can I go back in time and change some things? Yes. Mm-hmm. So freedom for me means just exploring, doing what it is you can at that moment Correct. with what you have. Yes. And regardless of whether you will fail or succeed, the, you, you have done it. Mm. Mm. And that, my friend, is how we land this plane. Liz, it is such an honor to speak with you. Um, it, it's such an honor to have you on my podcast. You can't have her, she's mine. And <laughs> this book is is going to do its rounds. I tell you, I, I want to thank you for even letting me get my own copy. And God bless you. You 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 are smart. You are outgoing. You're charming. People want, I just want to hang out with you and, Aww, and let this podcast run for out. the next five days. <laughs> are you ready? Put on your, go get food, get a break, run to the fridge, get something. <laughs> Because I hear you and I'm thinking, this was me a few years ago when I threw caution to the wind and didn't care what people said, and then I grew old. But that's not the point. Mm. I, you, you, when, you, when you get to a point where you start listening to what people say, it slows you down. No, don't. Because it I've, slows I've, you down. I've gone shopping with people who tell me those shoes look great, and I'm like, mm-mm, the devil is a liar. <laughs> so no, I'm not going to wear them. Yeah, you I, I the, allowed voices. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I allowed voices, and I know people like me who allowed voices they not only slowed down, they stopped. Mm-hmm. Like, put the brakes on. Mm-hmm. And then when you start the car again, people are always far ahead of you. Let them be. Mm-hmm. You have a pace. Yeah. And I'm, I'm listening to you, and I saw you have a pace. Yeah. Uh, you, you're a bit crazier than we are. Praise <laughs> the Lord. But you have a pace. She stays awake at night. Oh, Please don't be like me. Just yeah. take, <laughs> sleep. We thank God for your husband. He's got a very... Oh, God bless you, Andrew. Mm. So thank you for your time. Uh, you know, I really don't want this podcast to end. I don't. Because I keep thinking, what else have I not asked? What else have I not checked in the box? You know? I, I think yeah. maybe the final thing I would say Go is... Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need a fan club to achieve your goals. Oh! To be honest, you, you don't. You don't need a fan you club to you achieve don't. your goals. Mm-mm. I love you that. You just need to believe in yourself. Because it doesn't matter if... My husband believed in me, if mm-hmm. my mom believed in me, mm-hmm. if my kids and siblings believed in me, mm-hmm. and I didn't, yes. I wouldn't accomplish anything. It starts with you. Like, I. Yes. That's why we say, I. I can. Yeah? So I can. You you mm. just have to do it. Okay. Yeah. Can we follow you on social media? Of course you can. Okay. Can we follow on you in your house? I'm joking. <laughs> so? <laughs> on, on, on Instagram, mm-hmm. it's at Liz Ntonjira. Okay. On my Twitter, it's at Lizzie Ntonjira. Yes. Mm-hmm. On my LinkedIn, Liz Ntonjira. When you see this beautiful brown girl on Twitter holding the book, <laughs> hashtag youth can wearing my dress, that <laughs> is Liz. Liz Ntonjira, she, the book is, remember, a collection of powerful, inspiring, and challenging stories from youths breaking barriers across Africa. I've always had a problem with that youths. Uh, let's not get into but that Let's do, because, because I'm te- I still believe it's youth. I believe it's you, but my revised editor said, you know, the proper way of First of all, revised editor Julie, (laughs) I think it is youth, (laughs) but it's okay. I get you. (laughs) Ah, Liz, thank you. Thank you for this time. You have a beautiful home. Thank you. And we can't wait for the next book. In fact, what we can't wait for is your TV show. 
Woo. Don't make me go over there because you know I can. You're sitting there talking about the book. You need a TV show oh yesterday. So calling all distributors, everybody that is quickly sending me my dollar, you need to go check out Liz and tell her she needs to get on television. We need to hear your voice across the world. See okay, you across okay, the world. Okay, yes, I love that. God bless you. God bless you too. Thank ah, you so much for having me. This I'm was sorry. so much fun. Yes. Your energy is wow. You hear that? My energy, people. Yeah. Yes, When sir. I'm down, I'll be calling you. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. This is Tina Nzuki and the Tina Nzuki Podcast. Today, we have hosted Liz Ntonjira of the Hashtag Youth Can Book. First of the first. And remember the Liz Ntonjira Network. You can quickly follow that. You can find her on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And uh, definitely find about the, the 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 go to the website where the youth network is and you remember it's dot africa not dot com it's www dot network.com yes. but for the book is www.youthcan.africa and order the book order 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 read it find it you can definitely be inspired by this particular book cool now remember two heads are better than one but not on the same body we're out adios